0: This is a STEAM channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Hi everyone, my name is Daniela Padilla. I am a K-14 academic preparation specialist with the Early Academic Outreach Program at UC San Diego. So today we're gonna be talking specifically to first-generation college students, hoping to give you a little bit of insight into college and some advice on how to navigate the experience. So what we're actually going to be covering today is first defining who a first-gen student is. I'll talk a little bit about some big differences between high school and college, and then I'll get into my three main pieces of advice, which are taking initiative, advocating for yourself, and finding community. So defining what a first-generation college student is. So a first-gen student is someone whose parents did not complete a bachelor's degree. And these students are typically the first in their family to go to college. Now, I hear this a lot from a lot of my students. My older brother or sister went to college, so I'm not a first-gen student. And that's actually not true. You are considered a first-gen student even if your older brother or sister graduated from or went to a college. Now, it's important to acknowledge the first generation student experience because college is a whole new ballgame. There are different expectations, different policies, uh, and typically for first gen students, they are figuring this out as they go. And this presents a very unique experience, and it's important for us to talk about the challenges that you may face and hopefully give you some advice to help you overcome those challenges. So some important differences between high school and college. There are a lot, but I'm going to only talk about three important ones. The first one is setting your own schedule. So in high school, you probably went to school Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and you had no choice. In college, you are actually choosing your own schedule, and ideally you pick one that's best for you. For example, if you know that you're going to be working evenings, then you want to take classes in the morning so that... You can go to school in the mornings and go to work in the evenings similarly if you know that you're not a morning person then you want to take classes in the evenings so that you don't have to wake up early for your classes you just need to figure out what works best for you picking your own classes so not only do you get to pick when you go to school you actually get to pick what classes you take now in high school, you probably talked to your counselor every time you were going to register for classes, and they sat down and told you specifically what you needed to take to graduate. It's a little different in, high sc- in college in that, one, you register yourself for your own classes, and two, you probably won't meet with a counselor as often as you did in high school. So what I recommend is the first time that you meet with a counselor, sit down and talk about your general education requirements and your major requirements and then create a four-year plan. So your general education requirements are classes that your university will require you to take. This is things these are classes like 2 years of English, 2 years of math, 1 year of history, etc. And then your major requirements are classes that your specific major requires you to take to graduate with a degree in that major. So when you talk to your counselor, sit down and talk about your general education requirements and your major requirements and create that four-year plan. The four-year plan tells you specifically what classes to take and when. This is really important because sometimes classes are not offered consistently. Classes, some classes may be only offered at certain times of the year. Some may not even be offered every school year. So you need to make sure that you're taking the classes that you need to be taking at the right time. The third important difference is the academic rigor. I've had a lot of students underestimate how much classes change in college. And when you go to college, you are choosing to continue your education. You're paying money to continue your education. And so is everybody else around you. So it's important to realize that you're surrounded by committed individuals. And it may be necessary for you to spend a little more time studying or doing your homework. And that's perfectly okay. It's just something to be aware of. Now, what I hope that you're getting from these important differences is that you are very much treated like an adult. It's up to you to be responsible and follow through on your commitments, and I hope my advice helps you do that. My first piece of advice is to advocate for yourself, and this simply means to learn to look out for and speak up for your best interests. I've created kind of a little process and I'm going to be using financial aid and housing as the example, because these are two things that first gen students typically struggle with. And rightly so. These two topics can be confusing. There's a lot of deadlines, a lot of policies and things change from year to year. So it can be confusing. So what you need to start off by doing is understand what it is that you're struggling with. In this example, we're using financial aid and housing. So the first thing you need to do is do your own research. Try to learn as much as you can on your own about these subjects. Do simple Google searches, use your college website or your college portal to figure out what the policies are and how they apply to you. The second step is to go in and ask others for help. So financial aid and housing are good examples because these two typically have offices set up at your university where you can go in and ask individuals for help with your specific case. Now, when you're going in to talk to someone and getting help, it's important to remember that they are people just like you and me, and people make mistakes, so it's possible that you're going to get some misinformation. What's important is that you take notes on your meetings and you write down the name of the person that you're talking to. There were times in college where I had to file appeals because I missed some important deadline and it was because I was given misinformation, but it was easy for me to file the appeals and win because I had notes and I knew who I had talked to and when. So highly encourage you all to take notes. Second, when you're going in to talk to someone, make sure that you actually get the help and the clarification you need. If something that they tell you is confusing, it's perfectly okay for you to ask for them to to explain in a different way or get clarification. If they say, well, actually you don't qualify for this uh, grant and you thought you did, it's perfectly okay for you to say, Well, actually, I did my own research and I thought I was qualified. Can you explain to me why I'm not? So make sure that you're always getting to the bottom of what you need help with. My second piece of advice is to take initiative. So there are countless opportunities in college. And what you need to decide is how you're going to spend your time. What I encourage you to do is to sit down and reflect on what kind of experience you want to have. And from there, do your own research. So research what kinds of opportunities are available at your school. Maybe there's a study abroad program at your school. Maybe they have really great internships. Do the research to figure out what things you can join, figure out how you apply, how you join, and take advantage of the resources and the opportunities that are available to you. Something to keep in mind when you're looking into this is your career. So for example, if you know you wanna be a lawyer, Do your research, figure out how you become a lawyer, and you're gonna figure out you need to go to law school and law schools care about good grades. So maybe you need to spend time studying and going to tutoring and making sure you earn high grades. Uh, You may also realize that law schools really like experience. So maybe you'll look into legal internships or finding lawyers you can network with. Also take initiative getting to know your professors. So in high school, your teachers most likely knew you and knew your name. In college, this is not likely. One professor can have hundreds of students in their lecture and it's up to you to take the initiative to get to know them and give them the chance to know you. You want to know your professors for three reasons. One, because they themselves are a resource. So they, especially if it's a professor in your program, in your intended major, they know a lot of people. They, they may even have direct opportunities, work or internship opportunities for you. So you can use them as a resource for opportunities. Number two is if you want to go to graduate school, law school, medical school, these are the people that are going to be writing your recommendations. So you need to give them the chance to get to know you. And then three, I really enjoyed getting to to know my professors in college. I really admired them. I thought they were awesome. They had done a lot of really important work. So it was interesting for me to hear how they got to where they are and what their own college experience was like. College Professors are usually interesting people. And then number three, seek help when you're struggling. So if you are struggling in the class, then you need to take initiative to figure out how you can get help. So can you talk to your professor? Can you talk to your classmates and form a study group? Can you research what tutoring is available for you? When I was in college, I really struggled in the math class, and it was a class of 300, and most of the class was doing really well, so I was really intimidated to go talk to the professor, and I didn't know what tutoring was available, so I struggled through it on my own, and I really wish that I had talked to the professor because they probably would have pointed me to tutoring, or they would have offered to help me, and I probably would have gotten through that class a lot easier than I did. So make sure that you are taking the initiative to get help when you're struggling academically. Not only can you struggle academically, you can also struggle mentally and emotionally. College is a really big change. You're going through a lot. And most universities now have therapists that you can talk to about what you're going through. Maybe they have some kind of program where they can match you with a mentor who has gone through the same experience and can help you get through it. Whatever it is, there's probably resources out there to help you through your challenges. So make sure that you're taking initiative in looking out for opportunities and resources. My final piece of advice is to find community. So college is going to be so much easier and so much better if you find people to share with. Now universities usually have spaces built into them where you can go in and find people, meet people. A good example is student centers. So these are centers like the cross-cultural center, an LGBTQ center, a Black resource center. These centers are a great place for you to go in, meet people, and find community. Another good one is student orgs. So student orgs can be faith-based, career-based, social-based. But again, a good way for you to go in, do something, be a part of something you're interested in, and find other people to meet other people. And then some universities actually have first-generation specific programs. These are for first-gen students. And if your school has one of these, I highly, highly encourage you to join them. We talked a lot about taking the initiative to find resources and opportunities. These programs will usually help you through that process. So make sure that you take advantage of any first-gen student programs at your university. And I've told you a couple places where you can go and meet people, but meeting people is only half of the step. You also need to be willing to share your own experience and connect with others. You are all college students. You're all going through the similar transition from high school to college. Find people that you can trust, that you can open up to and connect with, and that will make your college experience so much better and so much easier. That is all I have for you. If you have any questions or you feel like you need more individualized help, you can visit eaop.ucsc.edu. Thank you so much.